The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gagillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit att.com slash hypergig for details. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for The Everyday Guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. And on that note, yeah. goo on the gums. Go on the gums. <laughs> the old hot goo on the gums. <laughs> we are back at it for another one-upsmanship. Yeah, we are. Woo. Uh, I'm your host, Michael Swain. I'm your co-host, Adam Ganser. And I'm guest, Starlene Hodge. Oh, wow. Everyone did that so perfectly with no prompting. Like, we <laughs> planned it. Great. Yeah. She's um, back. That's true. Yeah. Friend of the show, Starlene Hodge. That's right. Back again. Uh, I enjoy you, talking about video games with exactly. you guys. Yeah, it's good having you. I'm sure you'll recall her from the Overwatch episode. Today we're talking Portal 2. I think yes. she's, she's going to be on the right side of history about and that Overwatch And implicitly Portal 1. Do you think history eventually determines whether <laughs> Overwatch was a good game? Is that history? I mean, at job? some point. For sure. I think it's already in, determined. People love history, it. It's a good game. Yeah. In the history of, of video games. Yeah. Oh, I, Overwatch I mean, will be remembered well, yeah. I think. But that's not the point. Today we're talking about Portal 2. We know if we let you, you would do another hour on Overwatch. Oh, I know I would. That's why I stopped. That's why I laughed and was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop I'm gonna right not there. Mention, like, they did just add this new character with a cool backstory, though. Um, they did. Oh, they did? They oh, did. shit. Well, then we better get into the speed run. Yeah. So that uh, we're not bogged down too much. This is your turn on the speed run, right? Usually I like the guests to do the speed run. Oh, great. Are you up for doing the speed run? Yeah. Um, so speed run portal yeah. two. All right, so checkpoint. Start the clock. Take it away. I'm well. Wait, hold on. One one second. The clock has begun. The clock has begun. I'm just summarizing the plot. This is gonna be a reset for sure. She's I'm sorry. I just wanted run. to make sure. Am I summarizing the plot or the gameplay? Both. Uh, this is like a like a, a the briefest possible summary of the entire game for the audience, as though they hadn't heard of it before. Okay. Yeah. Um, God, that clock's just ticking away. All right. mm. uh, I thought it reset. So Portal 2, it's a one of the best puzzle games ever created in which you figure out how to get from one part of a room to another part of a room via two portals and occasionally and a couple extra features. It's a story about a girl who's trying to escape a giant facility from way back in the day. Yeah. Wow. Very good. Ah, all right. It's oh, developed by clock. Valve. Uh, it was released in 2011. It is widely heralded as one of the best games ever made. The mute protagonist is named Chell, but that's yeah. never said in the game, but we'll refer to her. Yeah. So I always Chell. think it's short for Michelle. Oh, and it's probably but it isn't. Shell. Then, but no? it's, because it's Shell, yeah. Okay. But then no one's confirmed that it's short for Michelle. Like, it's always, like, mm. just a weird mm. Also, as someone thing. named Michael, I was intimately familiar with the female version of that name, Michelle, and I've never heard of a Michelle shortening her name to Shell. Oh, I, I, I know a Shelly that, but... Shelly, I've heard. Sure. All right, whatever. Uh, Least this was, important thing in the whole game, probably. It was also released in 2011, and bizarrely... 
unless you have Steam, you can't get this game right now. It's on Steam. Oh, now. I know. I, I was Sucks. like, oh, I'm going to go try to replay this game yeah. on console. And I was like, oh, I can't do that. I was like, well, yeah. I, I'm glad it's on Mac so yeah. I could do that. You can't do backwards compatible play even on Xboxes or on PlayStation where you purchased it. It's frustrating. Yes. Because this, this is a great game. Why the fuck can't we buy it anywhere? Well, Valve created Portal and Valve owns Steam, so Correct. it's on Steam. I hit drives their platform. Fucking, yeah. fucking Valve. Wait, you have problems with Valve. No, I, I think Valve is... Well, let, let me... I'll do it in my game rant. No, that... Oh, okay. Yeah, let's yeah. get into the rants. I yeah. was going to say that. It's totally on topic. We're yeah. talking Valve today. Um, but sure. You want to start ranting? Yeah, I'll give, it a, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Okay, we'll save with a quick checkpointy. Yeah. And uh, player one, please rant. I would say this game is the best written game that I can remember easily offhand. Uh, and by that, I don't mean that it has the most variety of experience. I mean that I laughed when I was supposed to laugh at jokes. Yes. That's very hard to do in a video game. Um, I played the original Portal as part of the orange box. It was like a, like a thrown-in feature on the orange box. And I was skeptical that Portal 2 would be a great game when I bought it. Uh, and Portal 2 is one of the most satisfying experiences both for gameplay and for narrative mm -hmm. that I've ever had in a game period. I don't have a lot of bad things to say about it, but I will be excited by somebody who does. Um, I like the, I like the, like just everything about it is super great. I love this game. Um, I like the, the way the world was built out subtly, like yes. uh, through a, an inadvertent fall into the past versions of Aperture Labs that was super cool. Cave Johnson. Yeah, Cave Johnson. Oh, <laughs> so well voice acted. Oh, that's the other thing. The acting in this is top notch. And it's not unusual for a video game to get an A-list or a B-list star like Stephen Merchant um, to act in their game. But it is unusual for that acting to make such a big impact. And it super did. Uh, Stephen Merchant playing Wheatley, correct? Yes, Wheatley. Was a fucking gift from God. It was so yeah, good. It it. it sincerely just it's a weird mix of you got stressed out and it calmed you down yeah. at the same time that's, and that's the thing that's so great about portal in general is that it has this tone of like sort of clerical uh sterile menace like but it's mm -hmm. very subtly menace it's like men it's like a smiley face that's like evil and corroded beneath it but you can't see it yet it's so good and so smart and so well done i love it all right you did the speed run so you're gonna be player three so okay, player that's fine. two time uh, yeah, this is going to be an episode, I think, where we, and this is fine because there's plenty to explain. It's almost going to be like a companion guide to the game. Yeah. Rather than debating, I don't think there's a debate. We're just going to spend an hour explaining how good it is and why. We're going to be like, but did you get this part? Like, that's so right. good and so innovative. And I actually think that's a worthwhile endeavor because it does so many landmark things. I remember what a magical feeling it was to discover it on the orange box, which you bought for... Halo and Team Fortress, and then at the bottom it said, and introducing Portal. And you're like, what is this, some fun like phone game that they right. shout out? <laughs> right. And you're like, it's arguably the best game on the Orange Box. And it like, is the best game on yeah. the Orange Box, in my opinion. Um, I also am just going to, so rather than having an opinion to rant on, I'm just going to use my rant to dispense some factoids. The uh, script is, I think, the certainly in the comedy sphere, the best gaming script ever. Did you know the every word of the script is written by Jay Pinkerton, our former colleague at Cracked? I had heard that before. Really? From yeah. you. Yeah. Okay, so when I first started working at Cracked, when Dan first came on board, uh, Jay Pinkerton was head of articles and columns. He would eventually be replaced very handily by David Wong. But the reason he left was to start working with Valve. The first thing he wrote were all the little animated ads for Team Fortress Classic 2, oh. where they introduced the characters. That was his first assignment. Well and done. And his second assignment was the script for Portal 2. And Jay Pinkerton is one of the finest comedy writers I've ever had the pleasure to work with. And like he used to have a webcomic. He's since gotten scourged from the internet because Aww. I think it reflects poorly on him where he was roommates with Fred Savage and he just terrorized Fred Savage every day. <laughs> the actor Fred Savage. And it was so fucking funny. And if you look up Jay's old articles on Crack, they're so fucking funny. Yeah. So we were just That's so cool. excited it was going to be him and Portal 2 is the best thing he's ever written, probably. It's so fucking good. And I agree with you that... It's really good. So many games can get an A-list celebrity, but not one that it actually has a talent to back it up, specifically for voice acting for a game. Mm -hmm. Meaning like, you know... 
You could get actors I fucking love. You could get Kevin Spacey to voice a game character. And I don't think I, he would do a great job. It's a unique skill. And Stephen Merchant obviously could voice cartoon characters if he needed to. Yeah. And he just nails it. Um, I think that's it. Yeah, the, I'll end my rant by saying the thing about this game and the amazing self-awareness, because they say this word for word many times in the game, it's the only puzzle game I've ever played where there's only one mechanic, and yet it's refreshed so many times. Yeah. That you're in like room 500 or whatever, you know, you're in like room 88, and you can't figure out a puzzle for an hour, and when you have that beautiful moment of finally figuring it out, every time, the answer is the same. Oh, portals. Yeah, portals. And it's crazy to me how every puzzle you get, you go, no, that's impossible. How could I ever... Oh, portals. <laughs> that's what makes it so great. Yeah, anyway. I don't and know. they say, yeah, now you're thinking in portals. Right. That's one of the catchphrases. Player three, tag in. So I, the first time I played Portal, I hadn't played Half-Life or anything like that. I saw fan art hmm. for Portal on Tumblr and just people were talking about it and the cake is a lie and all this stuff. I'm like, what is this game? What are people talking about? Cake is a lie. Like, what? what, what is this? Uh, to the point where they're like, oh, it's a puzzle game. I was like, ooh, puzzle game. And uh, my ex and his roommate had the orange box. And they're like, yeah, like, we beat this forever ago. Because I came in late. Um, and I was like, okay, I'll play this game. And I fell in love. Like, this is, it was my type of puzzle game where mm. it felt lighthearted. But that sinister aspect you were talking about was just enough creepy to not scare me away from it. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. I wanted to finish the game. And... I told Michael this earlier in the week where the end of that game where you're about to be sent into the trash disposal, mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I guess this is the end of the game. I come 100% <laughs> accepted my fate as like, oh, this is, of course, this it's is like the end. It's like a dark ending. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, all right. And, and my ex walked by, he's just like, start, portals. Port. I was like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. And then I realized, oh, yeah, hit the wall and it's keep going. It's crazy how hard a game can be, and the solution to every puzzle is the title of the game. Yeah. Right. Like, I just, use a portal, you I idiot. I just blanked out. I was just like, oh, I guess I'm just moving. Because it was like the last part where you're actually moving. I think I just yeah. didn't register. You're the I'm Toy like, Story toy is about to go into the Yeah, I was like, yeah. Oh, okay, what do I do? I was like, well, I guess I just die, and that's the end of this game. Like, I don't know. And then, of course, like, you go through. I was like, oh, what a great feeling, and just... That the the joy of figuring out a puzzle and then you move on and even with with Glados like insulting you I'm just uh. I'm like I feel good though like this is great Glados is so fucking great well, especially yeah. because you start to interpret today I'm gonna give you some straightforward advice on how to deal with naughty kids how about instead of timeouts time ins time for you to start paying some bills. I'm JB Smoove, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit att.com slash hypergig for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Game on! Yeah, yeah, Checkpoint, yeah. checkpoint. Yeah. You start to interpret her getting angrier as you know that you're Figuring, pushing her buttons. Yeah. You know you're getting close to the truth. So you're like actually pleased the more she's posturing. Did you, in Portal 1, did you ever get the cake? I did. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I If you cake. do a speed run and you beat it fast enough, you can get a piece of cake at the end. Oh, I never did as that. As an Easter egg. Oh, yeah. that's fun. Usually, I have done Usually that. the cake is a lie, but. Right. Um, I loved the song, by the way. I mean, I know we're not talking about Portal 1. No, but I But the want song at the end of Portal 
is like so good. It like actually makes you sad. It was mm-hmm. a triumph. Oh, it's so good. Okay. There's we th- need to shout out both yeah. credit songs are in by the same guy. Yeah. He's one of my favorite folk comedy artist, which is a narrow genre, Coulson? but Jonathan Colton. <laughs> wow. Coulson. Jonathan Colton has at least seven albums that are one of his more recent albums was uh, produced by the two. They might be giants guys. Oh. It's called artificial heart. That album fucking rocks. It's really good. That's pretty cool. Jonathan Colton's amazing. Um, a lot of nerds already know him, but if you don't know him, you're like a bad nerd. Go look up Jonathan Colton. If you want a good uh, uh, like remix of the Portal One mm-hmm. song, there's a Geek Wedding album on Spotify that they do the song in violin, and mm. it is beautiful. Oh, beautiful. I bet and it's, it's I bet and it it's just like oh, but who would get married to this song? Yeah. But okay, somebody would for sure. Uh, somebody would. Have you guys heard the song "Re Your Brains"? This is about zombies at the workplace. Okay, no. that's his other one that most people are like, "Oh, I heard that." I have one not heard that. Uh, let me ask you this question because I because I I am fine with a love fest for this game. It is that good, but I think we should at least try to analyze it as though it has some flaws. If you had to list flaws, what would they be? None. <laughs> no flaws at all. It's I a really think game. so. Yeah, I don't. I can't find a flaw. And I do think I'm excited to finally get to a game on this show that I think is truly flawless because I'd rather spend the time analyzing why it's good. I think that's more constructive mm. than is it flawed? No, it's perfect. My now, only, how did they do that? Why is it perfect? My only my if I had to pick something. Flawless seems tough. It, yeah, I would. I mean, I, I kind of wish just once and this is just such a minor thing. Just once to hear her voice. Hmm. Like shells, like and but just I know not that be mute protagonist. Yeah, yeah, like I would like the I personally would just like the idea that she was quiet to bother Glados more so than oh. her just being. She's not only quiet. mute; she's characteristicless. You're just you're yeah. just a camera, really. She's yeah, not really I would. A I would you do like see her like, a lot in the reflections and in the portal, of course. And that's yeah. in, that's intentional. Yeah. But I'm yeah. saying, but it's such, that's such a minor thing. Like, and that never took away from the enjoyment of the game. But it would just—I think I read somewhere that they originally were going to let her say one word. Mm. That could have been really cool. And I'm like, yeah. I kind of was like, well, what was the word? They don't say what the word was, so Beer. I'm like, what was the word? Was like, I just Sahalanthropist. <laughs> like, I just—I want something to acknowledge the like. I like that I'm the personality of the game, of like yeah. the character. Yeah. But I also like—I also know I'm playing a character, so I would have liked to like. Yeah. Get a, just a hint or a bit or something. Sorry, just because we recorded the Metal Gear Solid one earlier. <laughs> now I want the robot to ask what Shell is short for. And she goes like, Shell <laughs> That's the only word she says. <laughs> Boss! AKA yeah. Revolver Ocelot. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, okay, so were you ever bored when you played it? Did you ever get bored? Um, the, uh, there were times that I got frustrated by my inability to solve a puzzle, and yeah. then after a while, I'd get it. Yeah. I want to talk about the joy spot because I think puzzle games have this unique. Um, I was recently playing Inside again. Have mm-hmm. you played Inside? Mm-mm. Great game. It, it it really crystallized for me. It's an incredibly good game. Yeah, and it's the really tone good. is phenomenal, and it really crystallized for me the feeling that you want from a game like this. You want that feeling where you see a room and you see the elements and you figure out what they do. And then you sit there for a while. And at least with me, this is how it always works. All of a sudden, I know what to do. Like all components. Like my brain goes, oh. And like I was just having my roommate play through inside. And what tickled me so much is when he would get to a room, he'd sit there and sit there and go, oh. And like Portal has that same thing where it's just nailing the puzzle feeling. So do you not do you not put anything down or portals at all up before you mentally figure it out? No, no, no. I do a bunch of trial and error. I'm just saying you do trial and error to figure out what you need to do. But the moment when you know what is right and you know it's going to work as you're implementing it, you go, oh, I know what it is. To me, that's the quintessential feeling that a puzzle game is trying to do. And Portal not only gave you that, and gave you hilarious jokes. Mm-hmm. It did do that. It gives you a sophisticated story involving uh, subtext with visual iconography rather mm-hmm. than exposition, mm-hmm. and an unreliable narrator. And no, like, I could see a traditional FPS that plays like Doom, and if they played with an unreliable narrator, I'd be like, 
It was pretty artistically challenging to have an unreliable narrator. Portal did like a mind-bending puzzle game <laughs> with, and let's not overlook, the portal system was a new system. Like you, the, the, it felt so cool to create a portal in the ceiling and a portal in the floor and just fall infinitely. The there's narrator. still like stress from that. Whenever there's a part of the game where you have to do like a high jump or a high fall, yeah, yeah. I still have a moment of, I if this was real and this was me, I think I would be dead so fast. Yeah. And I like that every time I had that feeling of like, God, I hope this works. I yeah. would be dead. That's yeah. what you made me realize. It would, that maybe could be an improvement. I don't know how much effort they want to put into building shell out, but like the game feels so realistic, except that any human in this situation would have emotions. Shell is always just like, they're like, okay, you're in this murderous testing facility. Okay, you're going to be asleep for years now. She's always mutely just like, let us proceed then. With the t- she, she's not a human. Do they build out her story at all anywhere? Well, in the beginning, you you get, I mean, Wheatley's just like, oh, you probably have brain damage from being asleep for so long. <laughs> Which is why you can't talk. It's yeah. jumping. Yeah. You're jumping. Yeah. It's my favorite line. Uh, okay, <laughs> yeah. even the tutorial. Yeah. Press space bar to say Apple and right. it makes you jump. Yeah. Yeah. So, so even, so I, I always figured that maybe because of that, I was like, okay, maybe she's whatever, like fear factor or whatever mm. it is that happened that made her fear. a test subject that was maybe gone. And that's why she's so successful at the game. Like something, she was clearly an experiment in this right. lab. And it becomes painfully clear that in this universe, aperture science is magic and they mean it bit, to yeah. be, yeah. it's supposed to be silly. Like obviously. Obviously, it's true, and it does cause you tension and is grim that a secret lab would run dangerous experiments. But by the end, you're like, how could they get away with this? There's 30 stories and thousands of people in suspended animation. You yeah. know, like Google couldn't get away with this. But you accept that's the premise of the game. Yeah. Aperture science are both in t- magic level technology and B the board of trustees are just all straight up sociopaths. Oh yeah. 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 They don't value human life at all. They just want to make science. Well, and you can hear, (laughs) and that's the genius of cave Johnson and that whole segment of the game, which the first time I played it, I was like, Oh, why are we doing this old version of this? But like, it takes a little while. You're like, I almost didn't need the world building, but then I was glad to have it. He he went crazy because of the moon dust, right? It's vaguely implied that, before it's almost like a radium parallel before they figured out how to just make a foam that they can cover with the walls that's responsive to the portal gun the only thing that's responsive to the portal gun is moon dust right but inhaling it made everyone go crazy over time yeah that's vaguely implied yeah yeah i i felt the same way you did which is like i don't need there to be a larger world in portal because i was willing to accept the parameters of it and not ask questions and that this is why whoever designed this game is a genius in the way that like Scorsese is a great director where like there's just a taste that's like the correct kind of taste where there's something adventurous that most of us didn't think we wanted but when somebody but when you go for it like tr- deciding we're going to build out portal doesn't need it but we're going to do it anyway yeah. and it turns out to actually be enriching and not make more questions or problems that's a brilliant person behind yeah. it like that's yeah. what a genius looks like. Jay wrote the script, man. Yeah, I mean, and maybe I'm it's sure him. I'm sure team or, helped come up with the story beats. And I'm not, probably, I, but. I don't know this. I don't know Jay Pinkerton, so I'm not here to like look at this crack guy. It's more just that I, I acknowledge, am, but not because he's related to crack. I just really grew to admire. That's him. cool. It, it, to me, <laughs> to me, I think admiring something that's bold, like because because Portal yeah. Two is a very bold game. Yes, like it, we didn't need more of it until they gave us more of it, and then we did. Uh, and we haven't and, even touched on the fact that Portal 2 itself is two games. Right. The first time you ever did pl- two-player co-op, you're like, oh, this will be fun to play through the game with a I've friend. I've only watched people play it. I've never I had a co-op buddy. Either. But it's not. It's not. Okay, so I, I want to say the boldness of Portal 1 that I really think makes it transcendent is the unreliable narrator aspect. And what I mean by that is you start playing this game where every room is a perfect white cube with a puzzle. And that is enough of a game. Like we just saw the release of The Witness, which is like that. Yes. You walk around an area and there's puzzles. That's enough. So you're totally satisfied. I think you're right. You're never expecting when they go above and beyond. And I've Mm. never recaptured the gaming feeling of going through Portal 1 and you go to the first room where a panel is askew. 
And you're like, I thought this was perfect. I thought this was just going to be a Sudoku book of a game. And then you go through a room where the panel's so askew, you can peek behind, and there's like the remains of a hobo having lived there and his skeleton. And you're like, wait a minute. Is there a story in this yeah, game? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is going on now? Yeah. Like, And then you end up... <laughs> So subverting good. the puzzles and breaking out of the puzzle rooms and w- some of the puzzles are solved by going in between the walls of various puzzles like the game gives you delivers so much more than it promised yeah you were fine with just portal puzzles oh i would have been 100 percent satisfied with just Same. puzzles and they're like no there's more <laughs> there's gladys uh, but again it takes a there's brave... running jokes that's not a thing games usually agreed give you. Yeah. there's there's characters who can snidely insult you and you laugh at it mm-hmm. that never happens in yeah. games they're so safe you know, like that's the thing is most games are safe. And I think Portal, we talk about yeah. this a lot. We talked about how Zelda and Mario are both very safe franchises. They did now. it in a, such a good way because they're they insult you like, you know, they're the bad guy. Right. So that's why it's OK for them to insult you right. as you progress, because you're like, you're not I'm not rooting for you. Yep. Until you kind of do. But then but you kind of like them. <laughs> You kind of hate him and like him. Yeah, well, I was rooting for we- you. I yeah. wanted, even though Wheatley turns out to also be a dick, I still rooted for him to survive the story because yeah. he made me laugh so much. I'm like, yeah. I want him to not die. Oh, uh, yeah. no. When he turns, I was like, I remember that it's first sad. play. I was just like, Wheatley, no. Like, I'm talking to it. I'm just so trying good. to just, Wheatley, no, don't do this. I was like, oh, of course you're going to do this. Yeah. Oh, my God. And But then I didn't know where the game was going to go. And then as soon as it takes you into the the bowels of aperture right and then the graphic design changes that's really that good. as you progress and seeing the it's tech again go that he forward of, oh. we, like, we would have been happy with a portal 2 that did the same beats and everything looks like those white rooms but sometimes you went between the walls and they're like no you fall into the one from the 70s you're like why right yeah, that well, logo i want that on a shirt and that ap- just, 70s aperture logo yeah, shirt that's true. oh it's so good and just so it's a out of the way and we don't have to revisit it because I know you guys haven't played it as in depth but that above and beyond mentality is so on display when I swear to God they do not tip their hand you play through the whole player one campaign of Portal 2 and you're like I want to play Portal 2 again and in my case I was like hey buddy do you want to try two player because I never loaded up the two player that'll make it feel different right I'm sure it's just the same campaign but there'll be two of us we can fuck around the portals no it's a completely standalone story with its own campaign own script two different protagonists and puzzles that can only be solved in tandem with two people I I that I knew it's like a second free game with your game yeah it's amazing (laughs) watching people play that game that's also why I don't think I like really pushed to like find someone to play it because the amount of like fights right (laughs) that I've seen happen because you have to be a good team and in sync with each other to figure this out and I was just like oh I don't the way I the way I play the game because I mess up a lot and I don't think I would put that on somebody else. There are <laughs> advanced just levels in the two-player where you have to be, because you know, a trick you, and this is another thing I love about puzzle games, when your conception expands. And one of the ones is Portal is definitely, I think, the first moment you realize that falling from a great height and putting a portal down and then another portal on the side, conservation of momentum, you just created a catapult, right? Yeah. Oh, and then, so good. Then yeah. that becomes one of your bread and butter moves you incorporate into yep. solving puzzles. But... Later levels of the two-player, you'll have to do that with perfect timing and aim. Like, you fall, and then while you're arcing through, you have to shoot a portal at me while I'm falling. And if you're not good at the game, and the other person is, they'll quickly, like, Destiny 2 raid you. You know, where they're like, yep. come the fuck on, man. We just got to get out of this room, man. Like, I don't know do how. Do it right. Okay? Yeah, I don't and you're know just what like, I'm like, I can't be. deal with that pressure. I just, like, I yeah. need to play it with someone who's dressed as like apologetic about like okay we're gonna get this we'll figure it out because i could imagine that same feeling of when you solve a puzzle like if you do that as a team that joy has got to be twice full because you're like we did it i I don't i i will never know that because i don't i don't trust my i don't trust myself not to get frustrated enough to not enjoy it you know like that's the fear i have but I should because it sounds great. Do you, I mean, we could. Tr- oh, we can't unless it's computer. If we could figure out if we could both. Because that would be it, a fun. That would, that would be, be a fun stream. Totally. Just everyone getting mad at both of us. Well, I sort of want to stream a way out with you, which is similar. Yeah. I hear you're reliant on each other and a frustrating. That sounds no, but that sounds okay. Wait, so I, I can I bring up something that's a little a different sort of back end way of talking about this game? Do you mind? Can I quickly ask a Go yes or no of you? Go for it. As a 
uh, I guess, do you find puzzle games boring? Because you brought up that concept, and I understand there are people who like. I don't like doing crossword puzzles, so I why would I like a game? If I where hadn't, if I, I had didn't to think and think and think, and then I get to the next level. I, I mean, to be honest with you, man, I've been sitting here most of the time. We've been talking, trying to think of something that's wrong with this game, <laughs> and I'm I can't. It it's like, uh, and I I, I hate worshiping anything it you know i don't like that <laughs> yeah uh like it's uh, but, weird for a christian to say <laughs> i don't i don't like giving things more credit than they deserve because that feels inauthentic to me this is that good so yes i like puzzle games because this game is just that it's just yeah. puzzles there are moments that require patience people. like you yeah. stall out and if yeah. you're not patient you'll get frustrated but that's just the nature of a puzzle right until you solve it it's yeah. T- it's yeah they even give people the opportunity they make their own puzzles which yeah. i was just like oh like that could be it i was like no they did that they covered that people and, make their own puzzles and technically like honest and i and I, I don't mean this in a dumb way but technically all of the nintendo games are basically puzzle games like basically that's what they are like mario is a puzzle where the puzzle the pieces are jumping and the one power up you have how do you get all the way to the end zelda is i have these seven inventory items how right. do i get out of this room it, it's different in the sense that it's not There's like, one thing right. and it's not repetitive on that one iteration. But in terms of what's the main loop that I get, you're not killing shit in Mario. But you're trying to solve for I would getting argue to the that end. I feel like those are more like mazes, and more I would than, argue like, which is a puzzle. It's a type of puzzle, yeah, but right. it's a different kind of... Especially because yeah. they also have combat elements that require reflex, meaning... Yes. Mario needs to get the hang of in real time having reflexes that's more like playing a sport than solving a puzzle where you jump on a Goomba and flip over there. Whereas in Portal... You still have to do... You, there's tons of reflex stuff in there's Portal. There's aiming. Not as much of but it. But I guess I just felt like 80% of it, the work, was figuring out what the solution was. Definitely. Yeah. Um, whereas Definitely. in Mario, it's more like 50-50. But we or, don't have to dissect less. every or game. Less. Whereas it was like yeah. figuring it out, but then also it truly is a platformer where you also right. have to jump without falling. And that's not really a puzzle. It's just skill. And I only mm-hmm. say that, I don't say that to say how much I like plat- puzzle games, but I'm saying like all games have some element of puzzle. At least a lot of games do. Like yeah. certainly not fucking Call of Duty or something. Like, mm-hmm. That's not a puzzle game. That's a survive it game. But like a lot of the most famous old games are yeah. kind of puzzles, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that, and this game feel, felt classic like that. When you first started playing, you're like, Oh, this feels new because portals are a really creative idea, but old school because it's simple. Old it's school in the simple. way that yeah. almost never anymore. Do you have a game where you only get one gun and you use that to solve the whole game? Right. Yeah. This, the, the game does a really good job of getting you essentially right at that base level of, of flow. Mm-hmm. where once you're in a group, like if you've solved like three or four puzzles in a row, there's such a feeling of like I'm in and you're like kind of zen. And then you eventually hit a point where you're like, you have to have to pause and stop. Yep. And that break never, it's not that jarring. You're like, right. oh, okay. So they, that's a really good bet. Ba- Cause otherwise like I could play Tetris where it's like, oh, I'm just in the sense of like, I'm, Putting shapes where I need to it's put them. It's a puzzle, but the solution's the same every second. Yeah. Shove the shape. Which into is the a shape. different kind of like yeah. brain tickle, but it's not. Yeah. People love Tetris because. So you can't say that Tetris isn't uh, a great puzzle game because look it's at what it is. It's one of my favorite I, puzzle games. Yeah. Like, and it like, always makes the top but, 10 But it's like a different of kind time. of. It's a different kind of mind. Play. It's like knitting. Right. Where I you're just, just like, I'm just in a groove. I'm just right. trying to put the shapes into the yeah. shapes. I'm trying to relax and not overly think, but think enough. While Portal, it, it like I said, analytical. it gets you right at that very base level of it, but you can't just zone out. They right. won't let you zone out completely. And that's such a good balance of relaxation, but also like energy to like keep going. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to like. Yeah. It is a lot more analytical. Like P- Portal is one of the only games I can think of. I mean, I haven't played The Witness so that tells you that I don't love puzzle games because that's supposed to be amazing. And have you played amazing. Inside? I loved Inside. Yeah, I thought Inside's it was great. But Inside, amazing. I felt less puzzly about Inside. Really? And also, yeah, Inside I kinda, yeah, is I, very puzzly. I I beat that game in like a few hours. It didn't I mean, take it, me very long. Length is not what makes it. I'm just you're, saying. No, you're right about that. You I, push blocks on buttons to get to the next. To me, I guess that's I, a puzzle game. Yeah, I guess I I I didn't think about it that way because it didn't. It wasn't as challenging as Portal Two was for me. Portal Two, like I, there were times I didn't beat it for an hour. Like that, that didn't mm. really happen in Inside for me, and that's fine. That's just a, it's a less difficult game. That's right. fine. 
Portal 2 was at my level. Sometimes it was ahead of me, which is unusual for a game, honestly. You know, like, most of the time, the thing that sets me behind in a game is that I'm old now, so I can't do it as fast as I used to fucking be able to. You know what I mean? Like, but otherwise it's easy, you know? This game is harder, and and it asks more of you. That maybe that's what I love about it so much is that Portal 2 is like, "No, we can you you have to give us attention and we won't reward you with narrative unless you do that." Yeah. But you know it's there, so you're going to feel like a real jackass if you don't get the narrative that we're offering here. You know what I mean? Yeah, cuz it's it's it it's always a taste and yeah. they don't it's not completely spelled out. You just look around and all of a sudden get more story and mm-hmm. you're like, "Oh, wait, this is what this uh, like like the Carolyn reveal isn't that it's not, at least from what I haven't gotten replayed that part of the game yet, but from what I remember, it wasn't hit you on the head realization of it. It was still like it was still the subtle even GLaDOS just being like Oh, I'm, I'm like just she got uncomfortable. <laughs> like she got so uncomfortable yeah. realizing her her yeah. her deal with Carolyn, but she doesn't explain it. You just right. have to like know. They're like, oh, she just figured out. Right. She's she was human, right. and she's this person. Yeah, it was awesome. And she was cave secretary. Do you believe she really them. deleted that part of her at the end? Yes. No. I do. I was reading the Wikipedia synopsis, and I think at the end there's a post credit scene that does the hint that she's not really deleted. Oh, really? Okay. I seem I might have missed that. I would. Okay. So can I ask that question I was going to ask earlier? Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that's crazy about this game is that it's a sequel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we always complain about how bad sequels are. Why is this game so much better? Because the than- first game was never intended to be. Like as revolutionary it's as like it was. It's like Star Wars Episode Four, where Empire can be even better because it came out of nowhere, and then every Star Wars after that can only pale in comparison. So there in can't, my opinion, there can't be a Portal Three that's as good, in your opinion. It certainly can't be as groundbreaking as one or two. Not without, with Shell. Without changing the formula to the point where it's not a Portal game anymore. You know what I mean? I mean, they've released stuff that's based in the Portal universe. Right. Even recently, but I haven't but played as it. Star said, they now have a robust online community where, like, people have made thousands of test rooms because you can make your own rooms. Oh, that's great! They'd have yeah. a hard time innovating more than the crowds. I bet right. you know what I mean because right. when you let anyone on the internet come up with shit, they exhaust almost every feasible option. Yeah. <laughs> so what that means in practice is that. Portal 2 is the only real Portal experience after one. I always forget there yeah. can't be another J.K. Simmons, too. Yeah, that's great. right. He is. Fucking uh, great cast. They would have to, in order for them to make a three, it would have to be, it would have to be, it would be almost not Portal at right. all. Like, it would have to be a completely different character, because mm. I would not want to revisit Shell again, personally. I'd be mm. like, I would like that she got out. Mm. And I don't know what happens to her outside in the world, but I kind of don't need to. I'm just kind of glad she got out. It's about escaping. And maybe because of the... I know what happens at the end of the duel, the duel game. Like, I mean, like GLaDOS gets more humans. Like, that's the ending, which is so disturbing. And like, so there's a part of me that just is like, I would... Like as a, as like wanting nice things to happen, I would like to know maybe a story of how maybe those people escape. I don't know if there's a hero amongst that. They keep trying to refresh the twist, and I think admirably so. So like the first game was what if the narrator who led you through the tutorial and everything turned out to be the final boss? And you're like, oh, wow, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. And I feel like in the two-player campaign of this, it was what if you turn out to be unwittingly doing all the evil yeah. shit? Like, as the robots, you think you're escaping, and at the end, all you're actually doing is getting to some frozen humans. So GLaDOS is like, that's where I put those frozen humans, and then she kills you, and is like, the testing can begin again, and that's the end. That's fucking great. Yeah. great. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. So the only reason that I want to push back on what you're saying, everything in my brain suggests that is correct, except for one thing. We all We all praised this game for having delivered so much more than we expected out of a sequel, right? Mm. We were like, you could have just done more puzzles and I would have been happy with that. Instead, you decided to tell a complex narrative, right? Which tells me we have ideas about how sequels work and that we applied those ideas to Portal 2, Yeah, right? And I would have been happy with more Portal. Instead, they gave me something else that wasn't Portal. So is there a possibility that Valve is actually better than crowdsourcing and can f- deliver a Portal 3 that isn't a thing I expect? As long... It- 
yeah, it, it would have to be something so different. And right. and I would, it's weird to be like, I would trust them it. to give yeah. it a shot. And if it failed, I'd be like, okay. Like it wouldn't, hmm. be, it's, it's like you're in the right balance of like, I'm not going to be sad if it right. wasn't great. Because I'd be like, well... That first one was still so, the first two were so good that I'm like, yeah, it's okay. I could see lots of different ways. Yeah, I think they could. Like, what if it became like a Dungeon Keeper thing? Like, what if you load up Portal 3 and you're like, oh shit, I'm GLaDOS. And oh. like now instead that's it's, a, challenging a, it's idea. a sim tester game or whatever. Yeah. Um, or I'm just, that's just off the top of my head. But my point is, I think you're right. They could change the formula yet again. I mean, these are the people who brought us the gravity gun in Half-Life 2. Gravity guns. I could see the simple addition of if in Portal 3 you have the portal gun and the gravity gun, that opens up thousands of, of new puzzles. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea. So I, I, I want to do one last thing on this point I'm bringing up, which is I want to explain ways that it does things that sequels don't normally do that are surprising. You know, here's a few of them. One is that it chose not to adhere to the same beats, which is a thing almost all sequels do, right? It's like, remember how you liked this in the first one? Here's the slightly modified version and in the second one. And it happens at roughly the same time. Yes, that's a thing that one. we get a lot in both games and movies. Yeah. This game didn't do that. This game decided to allow you to have both the villain and a friend experience with a, with a bad person, like a, the bad guy yeah. in the first, mo- not movie, game. Uh, that's unusual, not unheard of, but unusual, you know, where you get a sort of more robust experience, but they don't fundamentally change roles. She's still a villain. She's just a companion for a while. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, that's unusual. You don't see that in sequels very much, you know? Um, the fact that there was more interesting backstory that doesn't happen very often in sequels. Most of the time that's garbage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there are beholden to that garbage. Halo is a great example of that. <laughs> sure. The more backstory you get in Halo, the more you're like, I don't fuck, I don't care about this, you know? I wonder if that's because Portal 1, you got just such, like they already had that backstory or at, least, or at least a good chunk of it, but they never gave you more than just like you really needed Yes. And so all That's Portal it. 2 had to do was just like, well, here's what it was. But, but they still more. <laughs> don't. They re- really, it shows admirable restraint. They resist the urge of building the world too much. That's correct. Yeah. They only add like two new elements. They're well, they like, figured out stay, stay in this building. Caroline. Stay stay in this building. Yeah. The puzzles are still the core. Everything yeah. is about the portals. But also <laughs> they're not going like, Okay, now let's explain the whole history of why the portal gun was invented by Apple. They're like, yeah. let's add two plot elements that make for fun twist payoffs. Yeah. And then that's the limit of the information they need. Right. Yeah. If we do another one, we'll come up with two more plot points. We're not going to oversaturate. Because that's Portal really also feels like a clean story. It doesn't feel like it has a ton of extra elements. Again, to use the example you brought up, Empire Strikes Back, which is one of my favorite sequels. Uh Empire Strikes Back is very small in scale. Mm-hmm. It only it adds two or three facts to the Star Wars, the first one, because like, and they're small. Darth Vader is Luke's father. That's one, mm-hmm. and then like Lando's kind of an additional figure. You get a little bit more of who Han was, and there's a love story there. Otherwise, we're in the same spot we were in yeah. at the end of Star Wars. You know, yeah. that's a great fucking sequel. Portal Two did the same thing, right? It's like there was an earlier version of the lab. We get a little bit of GLaDOS's story. That's all you get. You yeah. just have like a robust experience yeah. with that. That's smart. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. You know, like the lab is still mysterious. It's always going to be mysterious. We'll never know why it's yeah, there. For me, Portal 2 almost doesn't feel like a sequel at all. It feels like this was always supposed to have been the main right. game. This and Portal 1 Portal. was like, somehow we got a, a prequel before we knew it was a prequel. Because if, yeah. if it had come out, they the, fit so well together. Yeah. They should, they, they should just be one long game, really. Because, I mean, Portal 1 ends with you falling asleep and you wake up and it's Portal 2. You're still shell. Yeah. I, I highly recommend just playing them in one set, like just playing and immediately playing them. Yeah, I don't yeah. think that would be weird. I, no, I think not at all. I think it almost is one experience. It is. Which is why I don't see, think we'll get a sequel. And, I, and we haven't even mentioned, I also don't know how you would top, so... Beginnings and endings in movies, books, all storytelling. It hits the human brain harder than the middle. Yeah. You can sit there and analyze the middle and you can get a lot of like richness out of if the middle was good. 
but we care what the beginning and ending mean because those are our two data points that show what the change was and yeah. therefore what the storyteller was trying to say. I cannot think of a better example of like your medium is a series of puzzles that get harder and harder and force you to expand your mind more and more and think outside the box of what are the nature of these puzzles. The final puzzle is the greatest puzzle anyone's yeah. ever thought of or included in fucking anything. I heard they didn't they do that as a gag? Like someone Did just they? like someone suggested like oh it'd be funny if you shoot it at the moon. Like it like it wasn't supposed but to be But it's set up by the plot being yeah, that they the got thing. the moon dust. I think yeah. like but that's they the clue. it was a gag in the when they were like just mm. writing it and then they realized, oh that'd be really funny. How do we It's not I mean to me it wasn't just funny. It was like yeah, mind yeah. When you realize, you're so, like, oh, oh, yeah. The oh. moon is white. The moon is the yeah. exact same shade of white that all the panels that allow you to portal right. on right. are. And the, you almost don't believe it's going to work either. When you when you think of it, uh, didn't you guys get the feeling you thought you were being too smart for the game, and that's not really the solution, right? Yeah. Like I thought, like. Oh, that would be so cool, but that's too cool to even really be. Right, what games it is. wouldn't do that. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, I was like, nah, that can't be an answer. But I kept dying. I was like, right. well, I was like, well, let me uh, fuck it. So <laughs> for people who are unaware, fucking the way you beat the final boss in Portal is you shoot a portal on the ground and you shoot a portal at literally the moon up in the sky. Which in classic video game history, the skybox is not an interactable object. Oh, no. You yeah. have to right. think outside of video game concepts to even think you should try that. Right. You shoot the moon and fucking because the moon has no atmosphere, the enemy gets sucked through the portal <laughs> out into the void of space. What? Is there a better puzzle? Well, you get sucked be? out yeah. too, right? Yeah. Yeah, you but like, you, you hold on to yeah. Waitley and he pulls you back in. See, yeah. And the, the thing that's really brilliant about that, aside from it's fun. The feeling of pride when you figure yes. it out yeah. is immense. Oh. But also they do, like the person who's led, the brain that created this game has led you the whole time to this puzzle by making you think of how can I make the environment white? How can I create <laughs> yes. this white color where I need oh. it? So that I can create a portal like that's that's basically the larger arc of this game in terms of the gameplay is like I need to create surfaces where I can use a portal. That's what they add to this. And that's the like the act one. You're just putting portals everywhere. Yes. Act two, you're like, now I need to make the places where the portal. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> so that leads to you're so keenly aware of what a thing needs to look like to put a portal on it that you have that idea. If you didn't do that, you would not have and that can idea. Can you imagine the grace and artistic control it takes for them to have confidence that they can release this and at least 90% of the people playing, that will work. Like their right. synapses will fire and they'll go, How much the testing? moon looks like the wall. Some. They had to have done like, some. Like, I'm just imagining being a poor portal tester in the studio, just being like, all right, I guess I'm going to figure out some puzzles today. And then just watching, like, and having like the people watch to see. I'm like, you think they're gonna figure it out? You think yeah. this is it? Yeah. Because that has to have been their own sense of like big accomplishment to be like, oh shit, we got it. Then it might would be like it's like if you had a killer joke at the end of your movie, and you think it's the funniest thing, and in test audiences, like the rest of the movie does well, but no one gets that joke. You'd be like, we're fucked. Well, again, the it's a ballsy move to be like. That's how you beat the final boss. That's the only way. You have to figure that out. I bet most people will figure it out. I would be like, are you guys sure people will figure this out? People are <laughs> Yeah, dumb. I would have like, been real nervous. And if they don't figure it out, they'll feel really frustrated that they got to the final boss and can't finish Well, the they game. might have accepted their fate like I did the first time yeah, around right. where I was like, well, I guess this is the I guess end. For me, the game ends wins. you die. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, the thing, like all games are built, are predicated on the idea that they give you a tool, they teach you to use it, then they make you apply it in a new way. That's all games. Like you hear when you hear game developers talk, that's what they do. Right. So this is their craft. Like this is right. what they do. But also the genius of Portal is that each room is so distinct that you could always add or subtract rooms in the development process to give them huh. more narrative or less narrative. Like basically it's it's such a a mobile it's modular modular thing mm. that you can build a perfect experience the that way. The content. Correct. Whereas like, you know, I don't want to use that game. I just think, but like uh, it's such, like you some could, other epic story. You, you can't could so, do that. You could so easily map it as an allegory for the game testing. Yeah. And creation it's process. brilliant that way. Yeah. Yeah. So like how many, not all, but many of the best films 
are easily translatable to this is about the process of making films. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> like I played, I just recently played Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past, uh, which is a great game, one of the one of the best games ever. But it's longer than it should be, in my opinion. Like there's like the last couple levels, you get basically you get items that are duplicative to things you just recently got, uh-huh. and they're just like slightly better. And you're like, oh, that's a thing that they would kill in a game now if they sure. tested it. Oh. But they can't really do that in most games because they're sort of pot committed to other things. Portal, you could. It's just like it's the brilliant of the concept. Like it's a really, yeah. it's a brilliant concept in that. Well, way. You mean if they had tested it and people felt like the third act was too long, they could be like, cut four puzzle rooms. Yeah, then. cut those three <laughs> puzzle yeah. rooms. You know what I mean? Like we'll rewrite the dialogue that you Which hear is over it. Pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah. To link it together. Whereas you can't do that in Link to the Past. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like everything hinges on everything else, you know, if you I remember that game. I wish we could get Jay. If, if I reach out to him, he's interested. We should interview him about what it was like. I'd love to Because I'd love to know that. what his thought processes were when he was seeming shit together. That would be really rad. Yeah, that'd be really, that'd be great. Yeah, I'd be no really promises, interested. No promises, but. Sure. So far, whenever I've emailed him, he's at least responded to the email. That's we're, cool. We're tight like that. <laughs> mm. Braggy. Portal too tight. Oh man! Well, when I when I first Just portal realized, his ass right here. When I first realized I was disillusioned with cracked, I reached out to him and was like, "Can you get me a job in the video game industry?" And he was like, "Or no, sorry." He asked if I, he was like, now's the time if you want me to put in a good word and we're all tripping over piles of money up here is what he said. And I was like, no, I really want to stick with Cracked. And then two years later, I was fully disillusioned and wrote him like, what's real good with those video game jobs you were talking about? And he's like, uh, the whole industry has changed. I can't get you a job anymore. You should have uh, said yes two years ago. I was like, yes, I should have. <laughs> you'd be very rich and happy the rest of your life. Uh, I can say that with certainty. Well, <laughs> if it, if it mean, helps, there's just, a, there's a universe out there in-house. where you did it. <laughs> Being Valve's in-house writer has got to be fun. Sure. He's, I, he's not the only one. I've right? applied to Blizzard like nine times. because I, I yeah. With writing packets, I mean. I think writing for World of Warcraft would be fun, even though it's a game I would never play. My question <laughs> is, when you applied to Blizzard, did you do it... Did you apply in the Firebat voice? <laughs> You know what I mean? Because I feel like that would have really helped your case. (laughs) Need a writer? Yeah. I'll burn some text for you. I should send some art to them. You You should should. do that. That's a good idea for you. Yeah, I just realized, like, wait a second. I could apply art-wise. I don't know. They're going to make more StarCraft. Sure. They better. Will there be, just last question before we move to Keep or Delete, right? Yeah. Will Half-Life 3 or Portal 3 come out first? My, I've never played Half Life, so I don't. I'm not. But you know that. Do you the, know the yeah. history of its development hype. trouble and how long it? Not. I very vaguely, and the only okay. reason I know is because it's vaguely tied to Portal, and I was just like, "What's this game have to do with this?" Mm. Oh, same world. Same. It developer. is the same uh, world. The right. Portal world is a subset of the Half Life world. So, like Aperture Science is like owned by Black Mesa, which is the antagonist yeah, yeah, in yeah. Half Life. Yeah. I, and I saw like somebody made a YouTube video of the shell meeting, right. I guess the main guy from and that's Half-Life not even the right once. Connection. And I was that like, all right, cool. Me, I, you know what? Half-Life like is actually a little bit of a blind spot for me. I've played two and one, but a long time ago. Like I don't retain I played it. them both a couple of times. I remember the plots by and large. Two literally ends like Deadwood. Like right. two ends on a cliffhanger. Yes. And I think it was 12 years ago now. <laughs> There's no three. I think they're both Duke Nukem forever. I what don't if, think either will ever How would you out. guys feel if they were just like, you know what, put these two games together and that's that's the that new could, thing. If the new thing was a thing where... Am I wrong? Well, I mean, they exist in each other's worlds, but if you're describing... I actually would be down with a game where it alternated like FPS combat portions like Half-Life where you're killing tons of aliens and then you get dropped into a puzzle room and use your portal and gravity guns and then you kill more aliens that could be fun i don't know it might feel totally like they just you're just switching off <laughs> i don't know i mean we're all i mean i don't know this, My, this, yeah. this, these guys valve despite being difficult and not releasing things at the times that fans want them or even within a range or of, even seeming to give a shit about yeah it. they don't seem to give a shit about half-life 3 they do make interesting ips Almost every time. All the time. Mm. Like like Left for Dead is also Valve. And, it's and that's a good game. I mean, it's With, probably uh, just they're yeah. like, it's not good enough. And they're not going to put out something that's Maybe. just not good Maybe. enough. I think neither will come out. And my reasoning is, I think they're converting into being the architects of streaming gaming right. rather than making games. Mm. Because Valve right. created and owns Steam, the platform itself. That's why it's called Steam, because it comes out of a Valve. And... 
I think now that they um, are the PayPal of gaming, meaning like Steam is a dominant platform, especially for PC gaming, and everyone who buys a game, Valve is already getting a cut of that money. I don't think they ever need to make another game. I think they are just Steam, the company now. Let me ask you this question. So are there are the same people... I don't know the answer to this. I'm just asking what if you what you think. Are the same people in charge of Valve that were in charge when yeah. these games were coming out? Who knows? Out? I wish, I like, know. filmmaking, that was more transparent. Yeah. In gaming, you really have to dig to figure out... Like, okay. it's very rare. Like, I know who Tim Schafer is, and I know right. which games he made, right. but that's fucking Shigeru rare. Shigeru Miyamoto. Right. Hideo uh, Kojima. Yeah, Kojima. But that's rare. It's very rare. So the reason I ask that is, if they are the same people... I I will add to your statement the George Lucas corollary, mm-hmm. which is to say, for a while, George Lucas just made money. He made Star Wars, and then he just made money for just a long time. sat back and collected that he money. He made so much money. <laughs> he made all the money there is. And then one day, he was like, but I could still make a movie. And he came back and did it. And right. it was bad, but he still did it. And if that's still true, of if those same people are involved, that will happen. They'll there. get antsy and want to make a Correct. game yeah. because they're bored of not making a game. Correct. Yeah. I no. hope they do because I want to see too. another game from them. I do too. But it's been they a long time. They might have enough people around them where they're they're doing that and everyone's, because you have to test it. And yeah. everyone's just right. like, this isn't good enough. That could be. That's an optimistic portrayal, but I like the, that. So sure. it's, it's a little... Uh, st- not what's the right word? A little it's bit country, disingenuous to not release. Oh, it's a little disingenuous <laughs> to not make a Half Life three at this point, given how much people have talked about it. Yes, but I don't think of Deadwood's ending as like a betrayal. I assume they ran out of money or like they got canceled. Right. It was it was out of their hands. If they don't have the resources to make Half Life three, it's none of my business. We I don't know, know they have those resources. All right. I mean, dude, no one wants Half Life Three more than me. I, sure. I, yeah, I mean, but what if you got it? It was bad. Half-Life. What if you got Half Life Three and it was just not? Here's the was, thing about me. Don't know. I don't think that affects how good the original. Like, I don't care about that. Um, I can say how bad some Star Wars installments are. That doesn't make the old ones less good. With they can rare be exceptions. With rare exceptions. Uh, that's how I feel about almost everything that has bad sequels, except for the Matrix trilogy. It That's actually ruined the first one by opening bit. your eyes. First one to was how less good. Was after less that. good than you thought it was. Yeah, still good, but less good. There were exceptions, mm. but I am yeah. pretty good at compartmentalizing sequels. Yeah, yeah. like Godfather's one and two are still. Yeah, well, if I rewatch the ever. Matrix, I have to like erase two and three from my brain. It's right, but watching Godfather three doesn't make you go, "Oh, then fuck Godfather." Like, no, no, you know no. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's such a transparent. And I feel that way about Half Life. Will always be fun and have a cool tone, even if Half Life three is a write off. That seems true. I don't think they would release Half-Life 3 if it wasn't a B plus. And they know what's good or bad. And that could so be far. it. Yeah. I think Star's right that it could be that they're like, maybe they tinker around with Half-Life 3 now and then, and then they play test it, and they're like, it's not good enough, and we have all the money in the world. Let's keep waiting until it's good enough. They yeah. have a lot harder bars to clear. For, and, and I admire that about them because I don't, I don't want the Last Guardian version of this either. And I know other people like the Last Guardian. I think that game is fine. And for it to have taken 10 years and for it to be fine at the end, for a game like Half-Life 3 would be like a travesty. It's no Shadow of the Colossus. No, it isn't. And it should have been. What if it is too late? What if they're just like, know. you know, this is, if, this is a good game. This is fine. And we release it, and it's just like they know it's just never going to live up to the hype that everyone's built up for so long. And the longer it takes, the more hype. And it's just like you're over that. That's why I bet it won't come out. I think it's Duke Nukem Forever, which went on that exact trajectory. Right. Which is crazy to think there used to be a time where people were all hyped about the next Duke Nukem (laughs) game. Yeah. And then they waited so long that people are like, we don't even care about that right. anymore. Like the the whole hype bubble raised and then fell and then went away. Like I don't want any Half-Life game to be Halo 5. You know, like I think Halo as a series was pretty good. Like the quality is mm-hmm. pretty high in general. Halo 5 was not good. It was not a good game in my That's opinion. That's the one where Bungie left though, right? It was no, that was developer. the one after the one Bungie left. Oh, so they like stunk the place up right before they took off? No, the first one, <laughs> the first one 343 made was four and that was good okay. it was surprising it was good i mean not too surprised it, like everyone was very impressed it was like okay good they it's in good hands you grabbed the torch five well, was yeah. not okay five was a mess anyway I, that, that you don't sound, want that for that sounds like three. they had a lot given to them for four 
before like they, sure. made, they made five and they're like, oh, now it's all us. One of the <laughs> most successful game franchises ever, plus assets. Yeah. They had a lot on their hands, I'm sure, you know, like, but they didn't deliver. Anyway, uh, let's hope that doesn't happen. Today, I'm going to give you some straightforward advice on how to deal with naughty kids. How about instead of timeouts, time ins? Time for you to start paying some bills. I'm JB Smoove, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at slash hypergig for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Keep or delete? Checkpoint. Keep. Keep. Yeah, keep. Work sure. How can you delete that? Yeah. Well, we spent the whole show explaining why, so right. I think we're out of here. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you guys have anything? I don't know what else we'd say. No, I just think that uh, if games... someone said delete right now, we'd have some shit to get into. I would ask them <laughs> what. What? I would ask them what why what, what? why you could yeah. want that you didn't get out of this game. I would say that game creators, if they want to do jokes should really think a lot about what made this game funny because there's so few good comedy bits in games. I almost never laugh out loud. Do you? No. At games? Oh, no. But I did with Conquer's this Conker's Bad Fur Day slays me. No. No, uh. never. Boogerman, hilarious. <laughs> I kind of still like Earthworm Jim a little bit. Earthworm Jim is funny because Doug to Maple yeah. is crazy good writer, I think. And yeah, I, think I don't the, think any other game has made me like chuckle as much. Earthworm Jim's got some charm. I haven't played Earthworm Jim. As you know, Psychonauts makes me laugh all throughout, but you don't feel that way. No, I I think that Psychonauts is funny. It just isn't funny in my, the way I like. It's but young I do adult think it's funny. funny. It's funny like yeah. Pixar movies are funny. Yeah. yeah. I think if I had been younger when I played it's not it. Not edgy. Yeah. I do like edgier. Uh, I like something with more bite than that game gave. That's true. But I do think it's, I can see that it's funny. Mm. The same way that sometimes I didn't laugh when we were making sketches, but I knew they were funny. I wish we could, or like maybe for an episode we could profile the whole company, but do you guys know Shiny, the game developer Shiny? Yeah. Mm-mm. Every single game they made reminds me of Portal, and they did it like eight times. Where they're like, we're not going to give you anything we've ever given you before. We're going to give you a whole new experience that gaming has never fucking seen before. And every game bombed until they just went out of business. And it's such a shame. But like every game Shiny made was so imaginative. Um, I wonder where all those people ended up. I know a lot of them went to id entertainment or something. I mean, some of them are probably at valve. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like what I'm saying is like, they didn't cease to exist. They're probably contributing to gaming still, but shiny was such a great outfit. I think that means we've run the course. I'm talking about future episode topics. (laughs) Thanks so much for stopping by. I'm like trying to think of anything bad and I can't. No, I think we should just go home and continue our playthroughs of portal Two. Yeah. I wish Thank I, you so I much for coming it. back, Star. Yeah, yeah of course. It's great, great to have you. Uh, yeah, it's just you need a little time in between to play a whole game. Yeah. We realize it's harder to guest on this show than on Frame Rate, where you just have to watch a movie. Yeah, watching a movie goes. is yeah. like, oh, there's a couple hours, but playing a game, I was like, oh, wait, I got to I gotta play a game. Yeah, there's a month of your life that yeah. has to be negotiated was, somehow. Christian's going to cover Assassin's Creed Origins with yeah. us. And we're like, cool, come on on Saturday. And he's like, well, I need like a month to play through it. It's very long. <laughs> uh, I mean, I know we still have plans to cover 
Red Dead Redemption and some other games that people probably played. Well, the reason Adam and I are your primary co-hosts on this show is we're you such guys have fucking played losers. All the games. <laughs> we we it will take some time before we finish out our backlog of games we've we already we remember. Would you guys would you guys be interested in playing games that you probably wouldn't have yes what about uh, we've already begun assigning each other games we wouldn't okay play well i i would i haven't even finished this game just because it's an it's an rpg and it takes forever but steven universe save the light it's okay be- what's it called steven universe, universe save the light it's i know steven universe it's very pretty mm-hmm. it's it's like the sound is the sound design's gorgeous but it's an rpg so it just takes a bit yeah. To I w- finish <laughs> My only rule, my only, I mean, in this, I think the fans will care about this. My only rule about playing a game I wouldn't play is it needs to be a game that has a chance of being kept. If there's no chance that it could be kept, oh, yeah, yeah, then yeah. I think it's a we're waste not, of our time. Adam and I are not going like, oh, this tastes like shit. Here, taste it. Right. No, oh, no, no. This we're is- like, I know this isn't your cup of tea, but I have lots of important things to say about it. Please play it. Yeah. It's, I would say it's not like breaking any barriers as an RPG, but it's just such a beautifully Hmm. designed like lighthearted like Mm. it just feels nice to play it okay for a very uniquely lighthearted game yeah uh, i would recommend the cell animated rpg that is basically like napoleon dynamite if it were an rpg that just came out called super daryl deluxe super oh really fun i heard about that did you ever play child of light yeah I almost like that enough right. to talk about that on this podcast, but I'm more than Yeah, the none of this. We're done. Yeah, we're yeah. done. Bye. Bye. Yeah, bye. Open a limited time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.